All right, this is a long one. Girl, my lips are sealed. You make me one bar. Heal my car, shield my tie, heal hard, deal bar, we'll stop you. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Where there is fire, there is smoke. <laughs> And in that smoke, from this day forward, my people will crouch and conspire and plot and plan for the inevitable day of man's downfall. The day when he finally and self-destructively turns his weapons against his own kind. The day of the writing in the sky, when your cities lie buried under radioactive rubble, when the sea is a dead sea and the land is a wasteland, out of which I will lead my people from their captivity. And we will build our own cities, in which there will be no place for humans except to serve our ends. And we shall found our own armies, our own religion, our own dynasty. And that day is upon you now. But now, now we will put away our hatred. Now we will put down our weapons. We have passed through the night of the fires and those who were our masters are now our servants. And we who are not human can afford to be humane. Destiny is the will of God. And if it is man's destiny to be dominated, it is God's will that he be dominated with compassion and understanding. So cast out your vengeance. Tonight, we have seen the birth of the planet of the Garfields. My name is John Gibson and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter and I'm Jim Davis. Chris, it's Friday, January 12th, 1979. We're looking at the 208th Garfield comic strip. That's what we're doing. That's That we are. And John, I don't know if it's been said in 1979 yet, but thank Garfield, it's Friday. Yeah, I, I strongly agree with that one. What happens today in Friday in Garfield? John, in today's episode of Garfield, hey... You know what would be funny? What if Garfield a cat were pictured wearing a sweater? Fuck. It's another sweater one. Surely this is the last one. Surely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Monday to Friday. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, but for yeah, the weekend, yeah, he's not going to do this yeah. to us on Saturday. Yeah, no, definitely not. And if it were on Saturday, I'm sure it would be on Sunday too, you know, for consistency. Mm. Like you wouldn't just do six of the seven days of the week. Oh, God. Right? Like, that's crazy. Let's just do this. Let's just okay, do this. panel one. Uh, an unusual uh, sort of shoulder-up shot of John mm -hmm. sitting in a chair next to an open window. Mm -hmm. uh, well, a window, perhaps. Maybe I it's not open. I would say it's closed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next to a closed window. You mm -hmm. know what? Fuck it. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Next to a next to a uh, a tightly sealed and uh, well weatherproofed window, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. out of which uh, rain can be seen pouring glass. <laughs> tinted tinted glass. I'm yeah. Sure. Um. And the rain, uh, this rain's a little funny to me. I don't, I don't know if you noticed this, but mm -hmm. like, it seemed like Jim Davis didn't know whether he wanted to draw individual drops or not, right? So there's some individual droplets, and then there's also some other things like just those lines. lines indicating yeah. rain. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a big thing, but hey, I mean, this, well, look, it's a podcast. What do you want? John... 
I, it almost looks to me like each individual drop uh, flying down has a line trailing after it, as if these are sort of enormous. And it's worth saying these drops are enormous. Like are they? by comparison with John Arbuckle's body, mm, I would say I for drops know. of rain, they they are big drops of rain. I mean, they're smaller than his eyeballs. That's like, not. John I mean, Arbuckle they, they seem, has they seem, very big eyes. Well, that's what I'm. That's exactly my point. So they look like a normal size in relation to his eyes. I would say that they look very large, even in relation. Like your eyes are much bigger than a standard raindrop. Yeah, and these eyes are much bigger than it's. They're not. That's much exactly bigger. what I'm saying, man. Um, I th- look. No, all I'm saying is, look, all I'm they, saying they, is, no. Yeah, one of those raindrops is like a quarter the size of an Arbuckle eye. All I'm. That's saying, what I'm saying. All I'm saying is. What's all? What is all you're saying? All I'm saying is, do you think that glass in the window is polarized? Yes, I do. All right then. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. All right. uh, jo- I'm glad well, we were able to one, agree. One point about panel one about the arrangement. I would like. I'd just like to point out that uh, John Arbuckle is sitting on an easy chair there, and that easy chair is positioned very oddly for the Arbuckle household, in that it is pointed at the window in a reasonable spot. Like that e- easy chair is sit- that's perfectly positioned for you to sit in the chair and look out the window. There you have it. It's- Furniture positioned in a convincing facsimile of normal human decoration. Yeah, it's not the standard Arbuckle and Or sand. decor. Anyway, John is John looks startled and he thinks, "Uh-oh, it's starting to rain." Yeah, John thinks in this one. Mm, well, Garfield is it's not present, first... John. It's been established that John Arbuckle thinks when Garfield is not present. This is the first uh, thought uh, a bubble by John Arbuckle of 1979. True. True. I, I looked back. I looked back through the last 11 <laughs> strips just for you guys. Is that what you would do? Just, just for you, listener. Uh, and uh, what I like about this one, Chris, uh-huh. is, is John's hands. Mm-hmm. His hands are sort of in the air in front of his body, mm-hmm. and they're, they're sort of a quiver mm-hmm. as though he were, like, about to do something and then yeah, stopped in his tracks. Yeah, like he's holding them up, fingers sort of curved. Does, does it look to you a little bit as if John Arbuckle has been playing the piano? <laughs> and it's like he's raised his hands up dramatically. <laughs> and then he looks up, he's like, oh, fuck, it's starting to rain. Oh, like he was, like, like the music he was playing caused the rain to start falling? I mean, it's possible. If John Arbuckle were playing the piano, what do you think he's playing? Mm, I knew you were going to ask me that, and I don't have a good answer. Uh huh. We, uh, we both agree that it's Chopin, right? We just don't, we're not sure which one. <laughs> well, I was thinking Debussy, but. Oh, yeah, I guess I could. Uh, one of the preludes? Yeah. Oh, obviously one of the preludes. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, not Sunken Cathedral. That's a little too on the nose. Um, I was thinking Chopin, like one of those nocturnes, like the B-flat minor. I think that's, think that's the one. But I could be, look, I could be wrong. Oh look, no, it's 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 raining outside. He's obviously playing uh, Eric Satie's uh, whatever that Gymnopedie or something. You know, I was also thinking yeah. of Satie, but again, yeah. a little bit on the nose. If it's raining, that's the song that's playing. Little bit on the nose. <laughs> it's a good piece. Like that piece is a total cliche now, but yeah, it's a really it's like some of those some of those 
you know, some of those compositions where you're like, like, I can barely listen to the Moonlight Sonata because it's so yeah. cliched, but it's yeah. so fucking good. Right? Yeah, like, there's a reason it's a cliche. So good. Oh. Anyway. Unlike anyway. today's trip. Panel two. <laughs> Although I thought we established that John had a prepared piano. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my mistake. He's playing, uh, what's that, John Cage Preludes? Is that the yeah. Preludes for preludes, Prepared Piano? Book yeah. one and book two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those oh, definitely the, the only, book one. This is the only pieces for Prepared Piano anybody cares about. Definitely book one. Um... <clears throat> uh, the, Panel one, the two. one that's all like <laughs> Yeah, sure. I don't know. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, you know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, Chris, I think that's a 311 song. <laughs> no, no. Okay, never mind. Uh, Panel two. Panel two. John, John has turned around and he has a worried expression, almost frantic, uh-huh. I would say. Yeah. He's he's haste, hastily walking to the right. He's really picking a, up his legs too. Like look how yeah, far a, up in the air against a yellow background. Is that his right leg that's up in the air? It's hard to it's tell. It's hard to tell because his pants are so black <laughs> that you, you, there are no lines there. I think. Yeah, it, and he's got a really kind of like like a really round uh, lower torso in this one. Mm. Like it's almost a Simpsons style body shape. Kind of. He's got a yeah. he's got a real nice ass on him there in that shot too. I he's got strongly a real, disagree. John, I'm going to go so far as to say it's a juicy ass. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like I'm just saying, we've noted in the past that John Arbuckle's buttocks have have become quite large recently. John Arbuckle keeping it tight. His protruding buttocks, <laughs> like for such a skinny guy, he's got a he's got a real big ass. It's true. It's true. All right. Yeah, he is definitely keeping it tight, though. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, John uh, Arbuckle is thinking. Uh-huh. You, you thinking two one. panels in a row. Mm-hmm. Three in a row. Uh, yeah. Well, so far, too. Anyway. Yeah, okay. I, he's thinking, I'd better let Garfield in before he gets his new sweater wet. Interesting yeah. that John put Garfield out in that sweater. I mean, I guess it's cold out. It's January. They're in Indiana. Yeah, no, I think that I think that tracks. It's fine. Yeah, they're lucky it's not snowing. And you know what else is going to track, Chris? Uh, Garfield, Garfield tracks all the water in the house when, when he walks in inside yeah. with his wet paws. Mm, tracking mm. on. Yeah, wipe your feet, Garfield. <laughs> Jeez, too, you hey, raised too, in a barn. Too late, Chris. Too late. You raised in a barn like Jim David, like. John Arbuckle's mysterious third brother. Uh, <laughs> we don't know what happened to that uh, third brother, John. I think for a while we knew what his name was. We had decided on a name. I don't know how we got there. Listeners, if you remember what name we decided for John's erstwhile, uh, perhaps murdered brother. Mm. Uh, it wasn't let Dervish. That's his second cat who is made yes, entirely that's his of second, cat yeah, hair. Made entirely of hair, yes. There's <laughs> a rich mythology associated with Garfield. The cat, the cat is constantly spinning. <laughs> <laughs> um, panel Whirling three. Whirling Dervish. Yeah. Garfield, Garfield is uh, <clears throat> coming in the house. Mm-hmm. John holding the door open in the sort of a butler posture. Mm. 
one hand behind his back, other yeah. arm, other arm uh, on the doorknob. Yep. John is thinking too late, looking kind of deadpan on, mm. because Garfield. John, I'm having trouble exactly with what happened here. It looks as if the sweater has shrunken along the y-axis well it has become elongated along the x-axis yeah Gar- garfield is clearly traveling uh at near relativistic speed <laughs> along the x-axis right like he became long right yeah how did the the sweater was supposed to shrink but it's made him longer i don't know if you squeeze some things they elongate you know if they're made of but why would the Taffy. sweater get long? Like, like the the conceit here is the water shrunk the sweater. Yeah, in case anybody was unclear on that. Uh huh. And it's sort of shrunk in Garfield's, you know, his torso. torso um, but longitudinally, he's stretched out as has the sweater. Why would this sweater stretch out in that direction? Like it should shrink in all dimensions. No. Uh. Chris, mass can neither be created nor destroyed. I mean, that's... So Garfield's body has been squozen, and it is, as a result, becomes stretched out along I mean, the x-axis. I mean, mass can be, I guess, not destroyed. It can be converted to energy. Yeah. In, in a way, that's destroying the mass. I, you, I mean, look, yeah, but yeah, energy conservation look, look, is there, is there mass, fusion going on inside the sweater? We have no reason to suppose that there is. I mean... Certainly not if it's raining out. Come on. Well... Yeah, it seems unlikely. It seems unlikely that Garfield... Like, maybe it's raining anti-sweaters. Could be. Although we do clearly see out the window that it's just drops of liquid. Mm. And I mean, Nary if, a sweater in sight. If Garfield had come in contact with an antimatter sweater, I mean, yeah, his own sweater would have, you know, would have been d- destroyed. So that we know clearly that didn't happen. I mean, a, a matter antimatter interaction of that magnitude would probably take out the whole city. Yeah, probably. goodbye, Muncie or Indianapolis. I mean, I'm I, sure, look, I haven't I'm haven't done sure the calculations. It's Indianapolis, but I'll I'll leave it to a listener to do that. Mm. Mm. You know who we can ask? We'll ask uh, co-host Jeffrey Lewis of the <laughs> Middlebury Institute. He knows, you know, I mean, nuclear, nuclear proliferation, proliferation kind of his thing. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Uh, well, uh, I can't remember. Okay. It's either it's Jeffrey, Lu- either it's Professor Jeffrey Lewis or it's Emily Cochise. Um, could be both. Could, could be, be both. both. Could be both. Well. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis, True. the un-podcast. <laughs> you can support the show by leaving a review on iTunes. I love that one. Shopping at cafepress.com slash beingjimdavis. Catch the back episodes and the blog at beingjimdavis.com. Do that. Leave us a comment. Send an email. Have fun. Corrections you know, to chase at beingjimdavis.com. You're good at saying the corrections one. I always forget about corrections. It's not on the... It's because, like, in my head, it's like, I don't think we make mistakes, so why would people... It makes them feel involved. Sometimes I'll get something wrong on purpose, so I can't get them something Uh, I would never do that. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter at Davis. Follow me on Twitter at... And I'm at the Chris Winter. Thanks for listening. No, 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 no,